It's time to spice up your marriage with tips on a great relationship with Robert Kosick on The Sam Malone Show on AM 1070. The answer. Ladies and gentlemen, take a breath in and let that breath out. Let's do a little inhale, exhale. Let's bring it down a little bit, get away from the stress, the aggravation, the agita that we normally deal with as we switch gears and get ready to focus on the glory, the sanctity, holiness, and as I had, steaminess of marriage with our world-famous marriage talk segment, 8.30, bottom of the 8 o'clock hour central time. Hello, New York, bottom of the 9 o'clock hour in Denver. Not really sure what time it is. And what we talk about is marriage because what God has ordained, Hollywood has said they hate. What God ordains, Hollywood despises, which is, like I say, the glory, the sanctity, holiness, and steaminess of marriage. And when you have y'all drive and you get that flat tire, or I got fired, you know, right before the wedding, six weeks before our wedding, I get let go because the station flips for them after the radio station. And there's nothing better. Listen, we all have that aggravation. Nothing better to come home in the great arms, a loving cave of your husband and wife. That's why we do this. My wingman for gosh knows how many years is Robert Kosick, marriage coach, church deacon, author. He's got four books. The first one, or the second one, I think, was Honor the Vow, honorthevow.com. That's how we met. Mr. Kosick, happy Friday. Hey, happy Friday to you, Sam. That was funny listening to you and Denise talk about your first week. Uh, there, there's, you know, there's something about starting out kind of rough that really sets the foundation if you make it through that. You really got a great foundation to build on. Kathy and I, um, a little different from you guys, but ours was actually the year and a half after we got married. We came home from our honeymoon to find out that her dad had a uh, brain tumor. And then uh, six months oh, later, wow. uh, six months later, my dad was diagnosed with stomach cancer. And over the next year after that, both of them um, passed away. So it's one of those times where you can either you're starting out new and everything's new and you got the stress of marriage to begin with. And you can either hold each other up or kind of go to your separate corners and worry about only yourself. And, of course, it sounds like you and Denise and, and Kathy and I both decided to hold each other up through those things. And now it's right. like the kids come home and said, hey, we did whatever. You know, we got in a car wreck. Uh, that's nothing. <laughs> so, you know, you just, the foundation is so strong. It's like you can get through just about anything because you started out a little rough but, right. but built a lot of character to the marriage, and there, there's some good stuff that comes out of that. Gosh. Yeah, and you have great stories. And it, you build up that love, and you're, yeah, like you said, you realize, like, I lost, you know, they shut down the radio station in 2008. Yeah. And Mix 96.5 were number one in the ratings. And I call her and I go, You're not going to believe this, but the station was shut down. I'm coming home without a job. And it was like, But, you know, we have our love, our faith, we're very strong. And you get through this aggravation. You do. Uh, really now, America, you know, get, let's get to our world famous marriage talk segment. Mr. Kosick writes these marriage tips. Give them a huge applause for writing marriage tip now we're up to number 276 i'll read it he'll comment sarcasm and it's on our facebook page sam alone show sarcasm is the use of remarks to mock criticize or convey dissatisfaction unfortunately many spouses have bought into the lie that sarcasm is a motivator it's okay to get annoyed but when the annoyance is elevated to disgust sarcasm typically takes over actual effects of sarcasm no, mr kosick number one conveys a lack of respect talk about that all right so when, when you're when you're cutting people down and, and we've all tried this before you get kind of frustrated and, and a little disenchanted with things that are going on you're like well you're really not being the wife that you're supposed to be or i didn't really sign up for this type of or whatever thing or you're not doing you know the dad or the husband that you're supposed to be and you try to be sarcastic about it 
to try to motivate them to, to actually be better, but it doesn't do that. And what you're really doing is you're showing a huge, huge level of disrespect towards that person because they're dealing with whatever they're dealing with, and you're like basically saying to them, you're worthless. I don't like you. You have no value. And that's just that's just a not a good way to start a marriage. And it comes really down to whether or not you respect that person, uh, honor that person, and really enjoy their company and build them up. You're really tearing them down, which is a terrible way to try to get anybody motivated to do anything. It just really doesn't True. work. It really flips and goes the opposite way on you most times. Actual effects of sarcasm number two. First, it was lack of respect. Number two is it creates a wedge between you yeah. and your husband or you and your wife. So, so this kind of goes back to your uh, was it your your nephew I guess that was going to get married and bailed out right before the marriage got started. Yeah, um, oh, I'm, I'm yeah sure was, my cousin. Your cousin. I'm sure there was a lot of uh, sarcasm going on there where he decided, I'm just not going home. I can't stand it. You got this this huge uh, wall between the two of you now. It's like I, I don't like being around you. I don't want want to have anything to do with you. I'm going to avoid you. And so that sarcasm isn't going to motivate him to do anything except stay away from you. And that's just that's just not going to be a great way to turn out for your marriage. It's going to wind up in divorce probably when you do that. Number th- number three, the effects of sarcasm is fuels contempt, which can lead to hopelessness. Yee. Yeah. Once you start moving into being contempt, basically you don't care. Uh, I have no real value for you. I don't want to be around you. I, I Whatever. You're hopeless about anything ever changing. And once that starts happening, that's a real slippery slope. You get contempt in your marriage. You're like, whatever, leave if you want to leave. I don't care. I'll go find somebody else. And then all these other people in your world start popping up as being more attractive than your spouse, and that's where you get into a lot of trouble. So, so to constantly kick your spouse in the shin in hopes that it's going to motivate them, same thing with kids, and hopefully to motivate them to actually get better, you're doing the complete opposite, and you're going to have you, – you, it's one of those self-fulfilled prophecies. You don't want the marriage to fall apart, but you're causing it to fall apart. So – I would avoid sarcasm at all costs and go into what we have down there as, as an alternative, and that's that communication. You need to talk to each other. You need to work through things, and you got to make it focused on the solution. How do we get past this? This is how I feel when you do whatever. You may not intend to do it or make me feel that way, but that is how I feel. So let's talk about that and figure out a way to get past that as opposed to me just ripping you apart for doing what I think is stupid stuff. Like you're right on there. An alternative to sarcasm is communications. Avoid character attacks and focus on how certain actions or the lack thereof are interpreted by you and how it makes you feel. The goal is a solution, not destruction of your spouse. Amen to that. Our world famous, by the way, you're listening to our world famous marriage talk segment, 8.30 Central Time on Fridays. We talk about the glory, sanctity, holiness, and steaminess of marriage, what God ordains, the filthy people in the newsroom and the godless all left hate and Hollywood really hates. Robert Kosick, wingman. Wrote the book, Honor the Bell. Uh, next is our hot and heavy marriage tip, Mr. Kosick. Well, you went classic rock on us. <laughs> Cheap Trick. In 1977, the rock band Cheap Trick released what has no doubt become every husband's theme song for his marriage. I want you to want me. Wives, this is what every husband wants from you. I want you to want me. I need you to need me. I'd love you to love me. I'm begging you to beg me. Uh, and if you'll do that for him, he will do this for you. You say, well, I'll shine up my old brown shoes, I'll put on my brand new shirt, I'll get home from work early. <laughs> uh, every husband does want that, but they don't get it, Mr. Cox. They do. It's kind of funny because I was listening to this song the other day, and I thought, that's really cool. And I have a high-frequency hearing loss, so yeah, I tend to wear hearing aids most of the time. But 
So I don't always understand what's being said in songs, or, or I hear something completely different than what everybody else is actually hearing. So I was actually looking the words up, the lyrics, and I thought, that second set of lines, I was like, really? That's what they're saying in that song? That he'll, he'll put on a brand new shirt and sign his shoes for you if you just tell me you want me. And I thought, how true is that? And and that's just that's a great thing. A guy will knock down walls for you, and, and he'll take on the world for you if he just knows you want him, you love him, you desire him. That's all we want as guys. And, you know, of course, when, when all that comes together, it's going to lead to the hot and heavy part of the marriage segment, which is we all really, really love. But it's just very simple things. It's not complicated. We tend to make it way more complicated than it needs to be. Just shoot me a text and say, I want you tonight. Or, or send me a picture of a, of a uh, traffic light that's green and say, hey, we're on for tonight. And, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shine my shoes and put on a nice new shirt, some clone, and I'm buzzing to the house as fast as I can get there. Right? Hell, yeah. Uh, give that yeah. line again, Robert Kosick, Robert Kosick, marriage coach. Give that line again. A guy will bust through walls Absolutely. if he knows what. That's take, a great line. Say it again, yeah. Mr. Kosick. So, so he'll take on the world for you if he knows you want him and you desire him and you respect him. He's going to take on anything for you, anything for you, because that's all he really wants is to be loved by you, just like the song says. I want you to want me. That's all. I want you to respect me and to want me, and I will do anything for you, including putting on a clean shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Which is like, really? That shirt would be coming off well, the way I'm thinking. Well, you got to look popping all over right? the place. You got to have, have something to tear off of them, right? So, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, everyone's smiling. Our world famous marriage talk segment really does bring a smile to so many, from, like I say, from Baltimore to San Diego. What God has ordained as marriage, man plus woman, come together before God, community, and family, and such. Hollywood hates. There are no television shows anymore. You know, just read Proverbs 31. Focus on your wife. Same thing. It's all good. Mr. Kosick, thank you. Go get the book, Honor the Vow, honorthevow.com. Thanks for coming on our show. Have a wonderful, wonderful weekend. You have a blessed weekend and a happy anniversary to you and Denise. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. Will do. Dean Martin to the break, America. Back in a second, AM 1070.